I've turned we're partying. Okay, we're partying here. Uh, my name is Matt Hayes. I'm with Bob Panalona. This is, of course, the... Getting back to the basics, Bob. Back to the intro. Hey, back to the intro. Bring it yeah. back. <laughs> what's going on, man? Hey, what's up? You ready to uh, disrespect the flag and tip over cards and stuff? Yeah, I can't wait. Like, I don't know where to put my unadulterated anger. Yeah, is that what we do? Yeah. I mean, do you guys do it's... it without me? Yeah. Uh, Double Down, South Park's newest episode last Wednesday. Uh, they were off for a week, so they had an extra week yeah. to do it. And uh, what do yeah. you think? It was... Yeah, Came we'll back well-rested after the bye week here, and yeah. it was my favorite episode this season. How about yourself? Whoa, really? Yeah, I loved it, man. I thought it was hilarious. We got to return to our favorite restaurant, Buca de Fagaccini's. That was uh, a good callback. I did like New that. Cartman-Kyle rivalry, which leaves me very excited for where we're going to go in the season. The parallels between Cartman's toxic relationship and relationships that people have with the, the election of the president, at least Republicans or the right. Uh, just just the satire was just money this week. Uh, Garrison had the member berries came back. I mean, what more do you want, Hayes? Um, Yeah, no, th- those are all great points. They they did make a lot of good points about like people in abusive relation or um, yeah, abusive relationships um, kind of just doubling down when people are like, what are you doing, you idiot? Why are you with that person? Gosh, she's the worst. She's the worst. Oh, I it only know. cements I you I... in there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, and I, I've been a part of that. I, I that, that totally rings true. I, and then also the Trump supporters. Wait, which like, side were you on? Were you the Were you Cartman or were you Heidi? I, I was, I was Heidi. I, I've been oh. Heidi. Yeah, <laughs> we've just all been Heidi. I'm sure. Yeah. I don't know. It was like I don't know. I saw some good sides, but yeah. yeah then the, when when so, when someone's giving you shit about it, you just take the, like, the fuck things you. that worked about the yeah. relationship, and then you just maximize it. You're, you don't know what he's like when we're alone. All you know is this bullshit in person. You know. Yeah, that's shit. Everybody says, um, and it's real. It's it's a psychological thing. It's uh, I mean that's it's a hard thing to overcome. It, it, yeah, you want to like uh, yeah, you don't want to submit to this um, the God the peer. Pressure, pressure of, uh, yeah, and then it's yeah the Trump supporters. It's like look how bad this guy's doing. Be like, no, he's great. It's, it's, yeah, it's good. No. Yeah, doubly done. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's a hence our title. Um, I guess I just uh, I wasn't that sucked in. It was a little uneven. I, I or it wasn't just. It, I guess it just wasn't that funny. Uh, and and also yeah, there wasn't a ton of huge laughs. It was just kind of a fascinating episode. Yeah, I I def I sat there and like I quietly appreciated the moments, but I mean the old for raise f- your finger that was funny, that was funny. yeah, but that you're was not funny. Physically laughing, there was no. a few laughs that I had beyond KFC. <laughs> okay, yeah, when he's like, dude, I just found this new thing. Like, it's called Beyond KFC, and, and no, you she- have like Beyond Meat when you're vegan. Well, this is Beyond KFC, and like it just tastes it tastes like real KFC, right? I'll take some of that mashed potatoes out and that gravy. You could just drink the gravy if you want. Beyond gravy, beyond mashed potatoes, delicious. Yeah, it's just got like beyond scribbled onto like the bucket. <laughs> yeah, just a sharpie. Sideways. Um, back to your point about yeah, we haven't really seen a Cartman uh, Kyle good old fashioned rivalry in a while, and this one Long uh, time they really took that week off and they they did some that animation department Soul searching yeah they they uh they really went for it i mean the um the elephants in parade nightmare sequence 
was the most insane animation I've ever yeah, seen. Yeah, that was Park. really cool. Yeah, that was really really well done. I wrote that down. Yeah, too. yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was great. And then it's just like him, like it goes back to reality, and he's just like staring ahead at a dinner table of tw- um, Token's house. Uh, but yeah. that was a re- that was a fun sequence, and it was like holy shit, they really went for it. Um, so I like that. Um, mm-hmm. I get. I guess it's like, man. I know it's the anniversary of the election, and uh, they kind of avoided the Trump stuff up They've until really now. They've really been trying to avoid Trump. Yeah. Um. But besides the, the Twitter texting thing. Yeah. Yeah. Just j- just enough to kind of keep it driver. around. Mm-hmm. But yeah. uh, I mean, I I never mind Garrison. I I know some people are like, um, it's kind of weird that Matt and Trey are noticeably softer on Trump than past presidents, and. I guess I didn't even think about that. I, 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 I just think could, it, it's so in, it's such a topic in everyone's lives. I think they're just trying to to say something else. Yeah, yeah, but they also I think people and this is not my opinion because I mean Garrison's been a character for a long time and this definitely plays into his personality. But I think people are complaining that they they're kind of making Trump as this like they're kind of playing to what people like about him. Like he's this like hard ass dude who just like fucks things to death and like has these politicians like uh, twisted around his finger. Uh, That's what his supporters like about the real person. And the fact that South Park is just having fun portraying the evil, uh, well, whatever. That's not, this is not the venue for taking down Trump. It's, this is not SNL, you know, they they don't owe anybody anything. Mm-hmm. They're just trying to make it make sense in that world. Yeah, and and and, and Garrison fucking people to death is it's funny. I mean, mm-hmm. she's like, oh, I'm sorry. I I thought you all voted yeah, for but me with when my I said I was gonna. F- yeah, yeah. I, I said I was gonna fuck them all to death, and now now I will. Don't you remember my campaign slogan? I said I'd fuck them all to death. I remember. Yeah, yeah I remember I too. Remember. Hey, oh, you shut, shut up, up, you guys. <laughs> Uh, member berries, man. I I miss the good old days when that was hilarious. <laughs> nice little callback, but we had it so much in last season that we that's all we needed. We couldn't stay there for very much longer. Well, I just didn't I, the thing about member berries real quick is that when they they decided to unite with with Garrison, I I didn't understand that. Um I guess I mean it goes pretty deep into the whole we want to make America great again. And remember when there weren't any like blacks and, you know, I mean, I guess mm-hmm. I get that right. That that's, that's the whole platform of, of the far right is like, remember when it was just white people? Yeah. I remember that. Yeah. Or at least complete control. Yeah. Let's go back to that. Yeah. So I guess that was the natural progression, right? When like, like Randy's just eating them and he's remembering about star Wars and Chewbacca. And then they kind of like, remember when they weren't so many Mexicans? Wait, what? So I guess mm-hmm. that was the natural evolution of those berries that they were actually these racist Trump supporters. Um, but this the whole mafia th- angle. We've been over that before. Mm-hmm. But anyway, yeah. um, I also had one other laugh was when Cartman's forced her to eat all the Beyond KFC, and, and then she becomes slightly overweight, and he's somehow ruthlessly trying to mock her to his friends to make himself look cool. But then he's Kyle's trying to plead with Cartman. Cartman, please just because, you know, Kyle, Kyle knows what's going to happen inevitably if he goes for Heidi or if he falls for Heidi and he, he wants it just to work out with Cartman. So he's pleading for Cartman as Cartman's strapping this base 
drum to his chest, uh-huh. this marching <laughs> drum, <laughs> as, as he's setting up this whole bit. And then boom, da da boom, da da boom, da da. Here comes Hattie, everybody. And oh god, that was just uh, just you know vintage Cartman. Uh, got it. It got is, nice but it, it it it's so evil and manipulative. I guess I I have a hard time laughing at it now. Maybe I don't know. Is is it too far, or maybe it's I've just gotten old yeah. with the whole Cam- Cartman character. Oh, I thought it was pretty. I thought it was pretty funny just because that's his. That's his thing, man. He's a parasite. Yeah, it's his thing. I guess I'm. Maybe I'm sick of it because, you, like Randy, far and away, that's just like harmless fun. When like Randy's drunk and he's just like you know going out to party. Yeah, what's shirt? Shirt, shirt, come yeah, on, shirt. I I have like way more fun with that than I do with like. Like if if like well this was kind of like a Scott Tenerman was die episode for the twentieth season versus the fifth when that came mm-hmm. out where it's like this guy is insanely manipulative and just so evil that it kind of it gets a little old I don't know all right that's I'm that's fair I, I thought it was a little funny so fuck you <laughs> podcast yeah. is over first yeah, disagreement that's it <laughs> um but. Well, yeah, so overall, pretty. I was I was surprised when we went to the White House, but I thought it made made great sense. It's you know another layer in their observation. I was all about it, and hey, but we're and you haven't even mentioned going back to Buca de Fagaccini's. Well, okay. um, I'm going I on did, a date tonight. Yeah, you going to Buca de Fagaccini's? No, I'm going to Pasta dell'arte, but it's probably not as authentic as Italiano. Oh, okay. I I can see you. Yeah, so uh, a treat night for for old Caitlin. Uh, barely yeah. gets out of the house. Doesn't doesn't get the Bob. Her once every six month date, <laughs> she's gonna go. She's she's getting treated to Pasta dell'arte, which is in the neighborhood, and she's gonna get to. Lucky I, I'm her. Hoping we can make a movie. We're gonna try to go see the Florida Project, the new Willem Dafoe movie. So. Oh yeah, no oh, the classic combo. Mm-hmm. I would love it if you showed up to this Pasta del Arte place and like, ah, oh, welcome, Signore, uh, another lady this evening. Hey, shut up, asshole! I didn't want, I don't want her to know that I bring other girls here. <laughs> wow. Oh, no problem. Very insightful. Please tell more. <laughs> bring all these chicks to the <laughs> Pasta del Arte. I my, see my fa- my favorite part about Buca de Fagaccini's was like the waiter who was like doing this terrible intro with like splurted in random Italian phrases. Yeah. Uh, welcome to Buca Fagaccini, the home of the Authentico Italiano Italiano experience. Ah, uh, that oh what a great um so what was funny. that the um that was uh, trivia. trivia. No, no, no. Oh. That was um, it was it was the talent show. I think it was the. It was Nut Cobbler, yeah. So yeah, yeah that was Nut Cobbler. That's my Nut Cobbler. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah pretty okay. solid up, man. To to put put a little bow on it. I liked it. You were a little lukewarm. I you know when I get B plus, where you where are you going with your rating? Our rating systems are all, we always we'll do stars, we'll do Bs, we'll do whatever. But whatever whatever comes whatever comes to us. I'm feeling a yep. C plus. Or if I were to put it in Rotten Tomatoes score, it'd be fresh, but it'd be like you're right at that like seventies range, like seventy three, seventy five. How many boners would you give it? Um, maybe like a, a half chub. Half chub. So a fully erect. Like spiral. like uh, like like a windsock sort of a thing. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> Where it doesn't quite get out to the the end. Yeah, yeah. Like um, one of those, one of those wa- waving arm car salesman, limpy kind of yeah, little guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. 
fair. Inflatable Flaming Arm Man. I think that's from Family Guy. Yeah. Um, all right, well, so you're going to the movies. Let's also go to the movies. Hey! Uh, <laughs> I saw Thor Let's Ragnarok the other day. Movie. Movies. Thor Ragnarok. You went and saw it. You got your, even though you are sternly against the- Sternly against. The comic book land, you you went anyway just because that's the well, world you live in. We're at a ninety three percent, and most of the movies are ranked pretty high. Well, it's also um, it, a de- it's a, a downtime for movies, which is a perfect yeah. time to release this kind of a couple characters that are a little off the beaten path. They're still Avengers, of course, but you know they're they're not the main ones that everyone talks about. They're gonna yeah. go different world. Well, we got Jeff Goldblum and Lightning Pants. Well, well, let me let me show you the list of the the top box office here, and let, let's see yeah. if anything interests you. We got Bad Mom's Christmas at twenty nine percent. Jigsaw, the 12th movie in the that franchise, 32. Yep. Tyler Perry's Boo 2. Then we got uh, Geostorm, 14% hey. rotten. Couldn't pay uh, me to see that shit. Yep. Um, and then Blade Runner, I've already, I've already seen. Thank you for mm-hmm. your service. Uh, I think it's safe to say me, you, and Larry David won't be seeing that movie. Correct. Um, yeah, a bunch of uh, Gia. A bunch of, uh, yeah, yeah bunch of uh i don't know speaking the right wing jerking off into a mm. these might might as well show that movie at the jerk off parlors yeah. but uh <laughs> um and then only the brave which i'll see when it comes to streaming um semi interest in that a bunch of guys that were fighting a fire here in california and they all got swallowed up yeah the smoke jumpers movie that just be, they decided yeah let's just make that movie from entourage yeah, yeah exactly um, I mean, I know exactly what that entire movie is going to look like, um, and end up being, but, uh, I guess. I do like when you see movies like that, where there's, where there's guys going into a disaster zone and you just kind of pick out who you think is going to die in the crit. Cause you know, someone has to die at least one character, one or two, maybe. So you're like, uh, all spoiler- right, here's my cast of characters. You know, is Brolin going to make that? Uh, probably not. I'm going to, I'm going to take Brolin out, you know, and then well, you just kind of. Well, Bob, spoiler alert. This is based on true events. They all die. Oh, they do? Yeah. Oh, Miles Teller. Everybody, they all they couldn't oh, they get had out. A, they had a trip of him. They had a clip of him in the grocery store with his kids. I know, so That's sad. sad. Uh, I I wouldn't mind seeing it just to I guess get the knowledge of that historical event kind of into my brain. Um, I guess what what's the uh, that lone soldier? You know the is that is that the one where like these guys got stranded and. Is very very Bruckheimer esque. Yeah. I think your boy Mark yeah. Wahlberg was in that. But you know that one, he ends up being the lone soldier, so you know all Wahlberg's gonna make it out, and all the other yeah. guys. Ben yeah. Foster and his crew. Ben Foster Taylor just uh, just really acting his ass off in another film. There, mm, at least he makes choices. But yeah, yeah. Really <laughs> no, I I agree. Choices. No, I I I like Ben Foster, but he's always the most intense dude on screen. Yeah. Um. Well, okay. So, so Thor, Thor Ragnarok, right? Here's what interested me about it. Taika Waititi. I'm a big fan of. Um, he's a New Zealand guy. He did What We Do in the Shadows. He did this movie Boy, uh, and also The Hunt for the Wilder People. Uh, the Hunt for the Wilder People. Great movie, the, hilarious, and uh, a lot of the same. Like, like okay, um, there, there's a few ancillary characters, side side, uh, like guest stars in that that he's used. Uh, the director makes an appearance as this animated character made of rocks. Um, so it definitely has that like new. Uh, he definitely injects his new um, New Zealand humor into it, which I always appreciate. It helps to break up the constant brooding and uh, CGI heavy battles. 
Um, so this was one of my most enjoyable of the Marvel Universe movies that you, everyone kind of at this point has to see. It, like I feel like every time people engage me in conversation about the Avengers two and Infinity War and like Civil War, I'm like, um, I haven't seen them. I don't. I I don't know. I haven't seen them. Like what? Really? Mm-hmm. I it's it's become like a this kind of like a mark of shame that I don't know everything about the Marvel universe. Um, so, but I did want to see movies this. Are now though, like if you're gonna be yeah. a movie guy, even whether you're in or out, you, you almost. Got, I don't. That's like why I feel I feel guilty about watching t- talking about TV on here, and then I don't watch Game of Thrones. And it's like, how are you not up to speed on the most popular show, or these are the most popular movies that are gonna play all year? They're the, gonna be the highest grossing films at the box office. So. Yeah, I will say objectively, Game of Thrones is a better watch than Marvel movies. I'll say, <laughs> okay. I'll say that. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> but you get my point. Yeah, so, no, absolutely. So you're going but, uh, for a are reference you f- level. You know you're not going to be in love, but it's the only thing to see right now. And then you got Justice League coming out next week. No interest. So. Couldn't, pay, couldn't pay me to see that. Mm-hmm. Um, our, our buddies at The Watch, uh, which we've referenced many times, they, they, they put it, they put it the best. The when uh, when they're describing the trailer, and I don't know if you've seen Batman or Batman vs Superman or what the I I've mean, seen I've all only that. really I I've only mm-hmm. seen the first one, the Man, Man of Steel or whatever. I didn't see I didn't see the what, what was the uh, the standalone Batman movie? Oh, it was just Batman vs Superman, it was, right? It was okay, Superman and those Batman vs Superman and yeah, League. yeah, they look horrendous and they've all been deemed horrendous. Uh, this trailer for Justice League, which I guess Whedon came in to try to fix. Uh, it looks like the most depressing, uh, hopeless, uh, like desperate attempt at trying to make some money that Marvel is is just raking it in. Mm-hmm. Um, it looks so far in the in the the wrong direction. Uh, it honestly looks unwatchable. So I I don't know. Oh, and Zack Snyder, who I've always hated, and yeah. I'm not the only one. And it, you know, the super there's superhero people especially hate this man. I, I can't believe that they've stuck with him for so long. It's crazy. Yeah. I, and, and no one likes any of his stuff. I mean, what was it? 300 was the, was the one. Yeah. Thing that, that that's really the one. But Dude. after that, I mean, that, that movie was very simple. It was a straightforward plot. Didn't have any sort of complexities or nuance in character. He put everything in slow-mo and had that stupid wash over all of the movies that he always has. And then since then, he's fucked up everything he's touched. And they mm-hmm. keep giving him these amazing vehicles that other, you know, pick someone else a little off the beaten path, but someone with, is it someone that can do something else besides this? I mean, audiences clearly aren't responding to this, man. How about this? I three hundred is to um, Zack Schneider as the Sixth Sense was to M Night Shyamalan. 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 That's not a plot. It's just a twist. That, that, that's just a twist. That's not an idea. Yeah, <laughs> uh, an this idea, guy had a yeah. this guy had a great hit, and now it's just been giving the longest leash in film history to make dog shit after dog shit movie. Um, and I'd say the same as Zack Schneider. Yeah, it's like Jeff Fisher for the for the Tennessee Titans gets to one Super yeah. Bowl and then they just let him <laughs> hang around the league for another thirty years. Yeah, sorry the, for the, the sports lo- reference. The longest tenured coach in two different teams. Anyway, um, but uh, so you wanted to bring up what Big Daddies two more more well, daddies Big Daddy two line? Big Daddy two or no 
Is that is that what the uh, is that what the movie? It's not called Big Daddy Two. It's called <laughs> no, it's... Daddy's Home Two. <laughs> the new Will Ferrell movie with Wahlberg. Everyone knows yeah. my hate for Wahlberg, but that got a seven percent on Rotten Tomatoes, and it just is getting. Was ran. that surprising to you? I just it's I I haven't seen a movie with, that had that much press and release get under ten percent in the longest time. I think you said The Snowman was another one that was just like. Wait. Well, uh, edit edit update that's currently sitting at 16%, Daddy's Home 2. Oh, so they more, climbed a little bit? More daddies, more problems. Yeah, but apparently uh, there's a scene where Mel Gibson teaches his grandson how to grope a woman. Oh, God. Which is just absolutely tone deaf. I can't even believe he, he would that, walk that, that's, that's, I mean, is that supposed to be suffrage, like... It's been long enough where we can make that joke. Is that what they were thinking? I don't know, but it's like, oh, God, idiots. Mm, the you know, first like, Daddy's Home was at 31%. And when, when did this come out? 2015? And, and I'm sure that they didn't expect for the month of its release to for Hollywood to be swirled in controversy of sexual abuse. And I, I, I doubt it's a huge part of the movie. I'm sure it's just a little scene in passing, but everyone is just so sensitive to it right now. Rightfully oh, yeah. so. You've got Weinstein oh, going yeah. down. You've got all these guys. And, and, and then Louis C.K. just... Your boy, Louis oh, C.K. Yeah. I've, I've been really struggling with it, man. I don't, Did you see my Facebook post this week or today? Um, I actually did not. I, I, I did read um, he kind of came out to get it and tried to get ahead of it where it's like these are he, he admitted these stories... To yeah, these stories are true. Um, and I, I, I read a, I read an article on the Vulture that that at least gave me peace of mind today. But I, you know, I'm a huge Louis C.K. fan. I've, I've quoted him. There's oftentimes in my life, you know, like a, like how we do with Curb, where we're not, where a topic will come up, and I'll be like, oh, Louis C.K.'s got a great perspective on that, and then I'll yeah. paraphrase this joke poorly. And uh, so to, and, and I, and I, and I admit it, dude, I put too much stock in these these actors and these celebrities and you know i i look at them like heroes and and i i shouldn't i really should just kind of separate the artist from the art but for this guy i've really connected with his material in a lot of times in a lot of ways and and, and really enjoyed his perspective but uh the vulture had a really good part and I, and I actually wrote it down here in case we got to this topic but they wrote a um a, a piece about oh sorry i don't have it anymore edit me out <laughs> I, I had it, but I it was on my Facebook, but I my Facebook just crashed. So oh really? Yeah, you might well, have to. Well, I can maybe pull it up here in a minute, but um, yeah, yeah right. no, that's kind of a bummer. But like, if, if steroids in baseball has taught us anything, it's people will kind of forgive you if you come out and just admit and just kind of take it on the chin. Whereas like Weinstein and all these people are embroiled in lawsuits and. No, I, I actually, it's different in Hollywood. It's different when it's your it's your personality out there instead of just a, a feat of athleticism. And and you still even with Mel Gibson, you see him coming down that escalator in that Daddy's Home trailer, and you're like, ah, like I it's it's still in the back of my mind. No one can look at an episode of Seinfeld anymore, and you see Kramer, and you're not just in. It's in the it's still stuck there in the back of your mind. Tom Cruise isn't even guilty of something illegal or, or sexually explicit, but you're still thinking about. He's crazy. I mean, that he's nuts, you know. Yeah. So it, it it hangs with these guys, and especially a guy who's made his career in in kind of the darker side of things, and uh, it, and it makes you feel like were some of these things heightened imagination, or was he kind of sickly playing out some of his real life in in front of the audience and having us laugh as you know 
as if it's something he's conjured up in his head, but he's really actually living, which is which is kind of gross to think about. But the Vulture article wrote wrote this piece, and it really gave me peace of mind. And it was, does this mean that Louis C.K.'s art wasn't significant? Of course not. It was hugely important not just to viewers, but also to people who went on to make TV shows of their own. There's no reason to feel remorse in de- disinvesting affection we sunk into artists who later revealed to be criminals or abusers. There's no reason to have qualms about stamping their work of uh, arch- uh, archival interests only. And I kind of feel like that, like like I have to disinvest. I, I shouldn't feel guilty about all the, all the love and, and support that I gave to his work. Um, but you just kind of have to turn the page and move on. Like you just kind of stand. Oh, as, for sure. That was, yeah. That was pre this incident and you know, moving on like the stuff with Kevin Spacey comes out and, every, and everyone's like, man, that's such a bummer. Like, God, the, uh, um, the, the, the usual suspect, usual suspects used to be one of my favorite movies and it still can be, or yeah, it still I, can be exactly. I mean, it's like you're watching that movie every week. I mean, give me a break. Like, uh, yeah, you enjoyed it when it came out, and you watch it every once in a while, and mm-hmm. yeah, it's it's still good. Who cares? I remember Caitlin even being like, hey, Cosby Show was one of my favorite shows. I love the Cosby Show. And, you know, it's she's not going back and watching them now, but she's like, hey. You yeah, know, exactly. You just kind of timestamp it. And you, and you, you're not going to watch what he does now, but you can still be like, yeah, that was a, I, I enjoyed that, and I got something out of it. There's going to be two types of ho- there's going to be like two eras in Hollywood. It was like before this month and then after this month. Cuz I really I I feel cuz there's it's been assumed that behavior's just been like, "Oh yeah, of course." Like of like of course Dustin Hoffman in the 80s told a dirty joke and, and pinched somebody's ass. And it's not surprising really to a lot of people that a Hollywood with a Hollywood producer like Harvey Weinstein with all his power of course not leverage sex. So it's just like, well, yeah, that's the business. Yeah, who, yeah whose dick just sucked to get but, that role? I mean, but, how, how many times have that, that's come around? Yeah, and the, but it's also disgusting that that's just been the train of thought for so long and yeah. so it's going yeah, to be sure. i mean these guys these incredibly powerful men are going to lose their careers and it's going to put the town on notice and you know it's kind of it's it's a very do interesting think, time do you think this is the new normal or is this kind of like a witch hunt or a witch pursuit thing no i think that, i think that anyone may eventually die out and i think there's a lot of great people in hollywood like i like i i, like I think hollywood at times is a dirty town but um the um Jay, I, think I think his name is is John Barenthal. He, I, I re- listened to a podcast that he was on, and he was talking about how he had just worked with Spacey, who was one of his idols, on Baby Driver, and he was like, Spacey was an asshole, and he was a bully, and he treated people like shit on that set. But he was like, I did Wolf of Wall Street with Leo and everybody drink and Scorsese, and he was like, those guys were a delight and they were awesome. So he's like, yeah. most of the time when you meet people that you really admire in the art like they end up just being great people and he was like sometimes these you know there's a few monsters and i think the monsters are getting exposed which is great yeah, yeah. i mean i have a picture of kevin like me and kevin spacey on my wall it was i, I staged toward him after a theater show that i saw one of the first things i saw on broadway and he signed my program it was a great moment in my life and you know i don't know what to do with it like i'm <laughs> i'm i am at odds you know, it's what what show is this? I, I had no idea you took a photo. He was in Moon Space. for the Misbegotten. And oh, yeah. I went to see it by myself. I was I just started getting into acting. Uh, he had been a guy that I admired and, you know, went and, you know, kind of had a word with him after the show and we took a picture. And but, you know, it's again before and after. Yeah. Well, I guess I've never really put that much stock into the like celebrity um, or I, I, I mean, 
like I was saying a minute ago, you didn't hear me, but uh, when I when I met uh, the voice of Lisa Simpson and found out mm-hmm. how sweet she was, um, and such a delight. Uh, firstly, at the uh, this the taqueria I worked, where all, all the stars came in, uh, Walton Goggins, um, and then also at a Steppenwolf uh, party, uh, a, a rib off where she was one of the judges alongside me, and mm-hmm. uh, she's she's amazing and adorable. And then at that moment, I was like, oh, can we? Do you mind getting a photo? I love The Simpsons, and you're also really nice. But as was like, I just saw this thing, uh, and you were in it. Let me get your autograph. I, I guess I've never, w- without knowing anyone personally, I don't, I don't remember ever getting jazzed about uh, th- those people. But yeah, but you, you know, I everyone knows how the people I'm a big fan of, and and I am very passionate about things to a fault sometimes. And so if I'm a fan of yours, I go all in, and. Yeah, just yeah but but I guess there's you can usually I feel like you can tell like like if it came out that Robin Williams was you know one of these monsters that would shock me to the core and I wouldn't know how to handle the beloved you know like my reaction to his passing was yeah was both of us pretty, yeah, we, we had a hard pretty time. rough yeah and then if it if this stuff came out I guess I wouldn't know how to process those memories but but again it's I think you I mean okay maybe some of the stuff about his depression was kind of nobody really knew about but I feel like you just know that guy's a great dude um um but again who knows I guess you don't know about anybody really yeah yeah and so you know just you take the art you you, you hey I enjoyed that performance that that moved me I appreciated that you know Letterman show I appreciated for years and so on and so forth there's you know, countless guys that are amazing at their craft but you, you don't have to look up to them as role models. Yeah, and look for up sure. to the work. You can definitely separate it, and which is, I guess, harder to do now with like uh, social media and being able to follow everyone's every movement. And then, yeah, I heard I heard a story about like the the kids from Stranger Things are getting shit because they didn't wave and sign autographs at like a group of people that were waiting outside of a hotel. And like these these are fourteen year old kids, kids and they have stuff to do. And they they have you know. And then like to get blasted on Twitter for being rude, and or like shit like that is absurd. Yeah. I, I mean, and then I think uh, Justin Bieber had something come out, but he brings that himself. I've no sympathy for that yeah. guy but no, he, also- he he's been battling he's been battling with fans about blah 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 um but anyway well, yeah, real I quick mean, before my, my we favorite sign two off things my favorite two things in the world movies and football both kind of having tough years so it's all right yeah we'll work through it um before you sign off well yeah just one of my i because i think me and you both really like michael fassbender right mm-hmm. he's he's kind of my guy right now he, he he might be my first round pick uh, if I was casting a movie today, and you'd probably go with Leo, but uh, mm-hmm. um, I like this guy, but I feel like maybe he's had a bad run. Um, and I was pretty excited for the Snowman. Kind of looked like a like a Fargo thriller with him at the helm, and I, I was all set. This is sitting at eight percent. Wow! Uh, yeah. And nobody is seeing it. Um, a it mystery was that feels by as was it. He didn't direct anything, but he produced it. But anyway, yeah, oh, a mystery that in it. a mystery that feels as mashed together and perishable as its title. The Snowman <laughs> squanders its best-selling source material as well as top-notch ensemble cast. Yeah, so I guess it's just just a mess. But anyway, but he's uh, had a bad run. Will Ferrell's had a bad run. Daddy's Home is, but like think about it. Both of those Daddy Homes movies were not very well received. Uh, the House. That movie he yeah. had about turning his house in a casino, took a bath, you know, just not Zoolander 2. Not, not, a, not a great run for Will. 
Yeah, well, I mean, what was the last thing he did that was any good? I mean, I feel yeah. like I feel like um, all Probably, these was the, the other guys, the the cop movie with Wahlberg. Yeah, they like to pair up. Well, anyway, uh, let's hope uh, you know the movie, the date, the date night goes on. I got to get running in my date, my hot date. And, there you go, hot date. And I'll report back to you. And we got a nice curb coming up, so let's keep the good vibes going and you know work with work through it together. Everybody. Yeah. Curb Spin a Delight. I look forward to that. I'm actually halfway through the finale of The Deuce. Love that show. Um, it's a Stranger to... Things, so we can give the people what they want, man. Yeah, Come on. well, enough's been said about Stranger Things, but I'll get I'll get through it eventually. The Deuce cool. is too good. I got to finish it. It's fair. All right, well, let's get you out of here, man. Uh, we'll, we'll catch up after Sunday, maybe on Monday night. All right, thanks for everybody listening. Have a good one. Bye. Bye.